give thanks in 2020. <laughs> How is that possible? Hi, my name is Brad. We are Grace teaching today. You know, 2020 has been a, a year to remember. Actually, I think well, we've gone in the history books in this year. Um, so we've had a lot of things happen. Um, from COVID-19 to people out of work. Um, you know, there's just all kinds of stuff. But, uh, you know, as we uh, believers in Christ look at the Christian life and what God's up to, what is God up to? You know, it's, it's important for us to know what God's up to, not only in our lives, but, uh, you know, in order for us to choose to believe God has a plan, we have to actually, I think it's important to know and understand what his plan is. So us in Christ, children of God, I'm speaking to us, um, believers, of course, in Christ here, and we want to take a look at problems, really. Um, all kinds of problems happen. Um, it doesn't matter what the problem is or who caused the problem. Um, there's a lot of reason for problems. But, you know, there's the normal Christian life. The Apostle Paul describes it as problems and pressure and perplexed and um, harassed and, you know, all kinds of stuff. But <clears throat> also we have marital difficulties. We have physical problems. We have health issues, you know. We have financial pressures. We have job situations. And uh, the list just goes on and on and on. You know, a friend of ours once said that trials and troubles are like waves to the shore. Have you ever noticed they just keep coming? Well, <clears throat> we want to talk about what God does with these problems in our lives when they come. First of all, Romans 8:28, a very famous passage, says when we know that all things work together for God's good. Did you hear what I said there? All things work together for God's good. You know, many people interpret that scripture out of context and they say, well, all things work together for your good. See? The reason why I believe that's out of context is because it doesn't feel like it's for my good when I'm going through hardships and troubles, does it? And so it's better to see that verse in context. It's all things works together for God's good. And so we want to see what his good is. We want to see what he's doing. I want you to, if, I want you to get a picture um, of what self-life is. God has to bring us to the end of our self. Now, <clears throat> I want to describe what self I'm talking about that he has to bring the church to the end of. I'm not talking about the old self. You know, the old self we used to be in Adam, sinner. Because Paul says the old self was crucified with him so that the body of sin might be done away with. Romans 6, 6. Now, what I'm referring to is the self-life, okay, the flesh, that system in which we can, where we try to get our needs met apart from Christ. You see, we go out and we're easily persuaded, enticed, and tempted, and what we do is live from the flesh, the self-life, and we try to pull these needs in that Christ is already meeting in our spirit. 
you see. And so what God has to do is either allow, use, permit. That's right, permit. Nothing came to Job unless it passed through the Lord's hands first. You see? And so we have to remember that he is sovereign. And sometimes problems are allowed to come to us for a reason. And he wants us to come to the end of our self-life so that we can receive the revelation of Christ as our life. Colossians 3, 4 says, When Christ who is your life appears, you too appear with him in glory. Okay, so that's the purpose. God will allow the problems, use the problems, permit the problems to bring us to that place of revelation.